Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Josh Bear Show, where we talk about motivation, inspiration, spiritual discipline, self-development. The list goes on and on. But today, I want to talk about relationships. But before we talk about relationships, I want to give a quick shout-out to today's sponsor, True Combo Salon in Glen Burnie. With the holiday season approaching, ladies, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Christmas parties, and New Year's. Ladies, you do not want to be caught slipping. I mean, True Combo is not just a salon. It's an experience. And I want to invite you to whether it's a special wedding day that you have or a regular visit to the salon at True Combo Beauty Salon and Bar, you will be pampered, taken care of like family, and leave looking and feeling amazing, both inside and out. And fellas, I want to remind you, this is not just for the ladies. This is also for you. So if you got braids like me, they're going to hook you up. If you got locks, they're going to lock you up. They got you. They got everything that you need. So listen, if you look good, you feel good. So get right with True Combo. It's not a salon. It's an experience. Combination. So today's conversation is a little different. You know, I, I, I went out with some friends on my birthday. Shout out to my wife who took me to the Ravens game. We dusted the Seahawks. Gave them a cool 30-piece. They only scored three points. We gave them a cool 30-piece, and I was so excited to be there. I lost my voice, actually. I, I, I couldn't even record on Monday because uh, my voice was so hoarse. But uh, check this, man. We went out, had a ball, and then we went out with some friends. And uh, I was reminded in my devotion time, just reflecting on the conversation, that the people that you kick it with, chill with, associate with, and do life with are not just a reflection of who you are but they're a reflection of where you see yourself going. Matter of fact, the people in your life set the expectation for your future. So if you have people in your life who are more impressed with your status, what you've obtained, what you've done in your life, than who you actually are as a person, those are not your friends, those are fans. And the only problem with a fan is fans come with fanfare. So when you got it, when you're in your bag, when you popping, when you scale the business, when you're in your bag, when you're successful, but when you're at the bottom, when it's difficult on your dark days, they're nowhere to be found. Matter of fact, I've found out that they ghost you because they can't benefit from you because they're only around you because they can take from you. See, you got to be very careful that you associate, that you hang with, that you do life with people who give and don't take. See, if the people in your life take more than they give, they'll drain you. So this is my question. Are the people in your life energy givers or energy drainers? Listen to me. This is for mature folks only. You don't need another fan. You don't need another cheerleader. You need a friend that's a challenger. And a challenger is not impressed by what other people are impressed by. They're happy for you, but they're not impressed by you. Their language is completely different than the fan. They say stuff like, I'm happy for you but there's more inside of you. So I'm pushing you to be the greatest version of you. Listen, this is gonna hurt your feelings a little bit. Because they're not impressed by you, they say things like, I need you to get off the phone tonight. I, I need you to not pick up the phone. Hey bruh, please don't waste your time with her no more. They say things like, please don't pick up the phone for him tonight. Because he got you in a cycle and it's keeping you from God's endless possibilities. A challenger says things like this, y'all. I need you to be the greatest version of you because God has created you to do more in life. See, this is the difference between a fan and a friend. A fan 
is just happy for you where you are. But a friend wants you to level up. I wonder how many people in your life want you to actually level up. They're not complacent. They don't want you to settle. They want you in your bag. And the difference between a cheerleader and a challenger is the challenger has relational equity. They've seen you in phases and stages of your life. They are not impressed with what other people are impressed by because they have relational equity. So if you don't have people in your life that can challenge you, I would suggest you actually don't have a friend in your life. Because if you have yes men or yes women in your life, they will limit you to the level that conveniences them. Not you. That conveniences them. So they like you the way that you are. Because if you start thinking outside of the box, they don't know how they're going to fit in your world. So let me just say this. If you need that kind of attention, if you need affirmation and validation, you don't need a friend. You need a fan club. This is why you got to start being careful about what you pray for. So when you start asking God about sending you new people, better people, more integral people, loving, caring, empathetic people, people that align to his will for your life, you got to be very careful for what you're asking for because the new group is not impressed with what the old group was impressed by. The new people that are coming to you are already on your level, if not already at another level that you need to get to. So they're not going to be impressed by you. A couple years ago, we had a fiddle fig tree, and the leaves started falling off, and I started to wonder, what's going on? Like, why is this happening? I'm watering it every day. I got it near the window, and uh, I'm just confused. Like, okay, I'll move it to another window. I'll add little vitamins into, into it. I'm trying to figure it out. And uh, so I'm getting frustrated because the leaves keep falling off the tree, so I do my own research. Because I know if I can't take care of a tree, I definitely can't take care of a dog. You know, like, I'm trying to convince my wife I'm trying to get a dog. She ain't going for it, though. But anyways, uh, come to find out that I think 30 to 40 days after you buy a fiddle fig, you have to repot it. So it wasn't that I wasn't watering it or taking care of it or doing what I needed to do. The pot was too small. And I think a lot of people can relate to this because it wasn't that my energy wasn't right. It was that the pot wasn't right. Did you hear me? Did you feel me? Did I come through clearly? Y'all, so many times we spend a lot of effort giving to people who don't have the ability to give back to us, pouring into people who don't have the ability to pour back into us, giving them light who don't have the ability to give us light back because the pot is too small. And if you hang with small pot people, you'll never get to big pot people because you can only grow to the capacity that you are contained by. It wasn't until I moved the tree into a bigger pot that the tree got its life back because the tree needed to grow deeper roots so it could grow higher. Maybe you can't grow at the level that you would like to grow because you around pot people, small-minded people, inconsistent people, takers, not givers. You don't live at the level of your dream. You live at the level of your team. Who you surround yourself with is just as important as the mindset because you can't outgrow the environment if the environment is toxic. I got to move on. I got to move on. So I'm going to give you this. I'm not even going to be able to finish all of this today. Uh, so this is my question to you. Who is on your team?
I really wish I had time to deal with all of this. But you need three people on your team. So number one, you need somebody under you that you can mentor and pull up. This person keeps you humble. Number two, you need a peer that you can do life with. This person relates to you, right? They encourage you and keep you in the grind. They keep you hungry. They do life with you, right? And the third person is a mentor. I'm going to deal with the mentor. The mentor is the person that pulls you up. They're not impressed by you, but they pull you up. And a mentor is not somebody that you need to know personally. You can have a distant mentor. What does a great mentor do? A great mentor gives you permission. They don't give you validation or affirmation with their words. They give you permission with their actions. So too many of us are looking for people to affirm what we already know because you have not identified that a mentor is not a therapist. You need therapy. That was too much. So, what are they, so, 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 so they give you permission to be you. They inspire you. What do you mean? They give you permission to go the unconventional way. This is only if you're trying to do something uncommon. If you're trying to do the common, the status quo, get the house, the backyard, the picket fence, there's nothing wrong with that. You just don't need to be talking to nobody about that. People are already doing that. But if you want to do the uncommon, the unusual, you need to find people who are doing the uncommon, the unusual, and the unconventional. And I hear you saying, well, I do want the picket fence. That's cool. I ain't hating on you. Just don't make me feel bad for wanting more. Don't let my hunger expose your lack of hunger. You don't have to want what I want. That's cool. But that means that we're probably not going to connect on a lot of things, right? So um, let me just say this real quick. There's nothing wrong with wanting more. See, we got to understand this. The Bible is a book of principles, procedures, and promises. So you can't get to the promise if you don't go through the procedures that have to be rooted in principles. So I know you don't want the promise if you struggle with going through process. Right? So why are you saying all of this? Because there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting more. The Bible says he can do exceedingly, abundantly, immeasurably more than you could ask, think, or imagine. In other words, it's not even on your radar the good things that God has for you, the more that God has for you. So you can't get to the promise of more until you frame the principle of more. And the principle of more has to do with who you're connected to. Because there are some things that are dormant in you, those gifts, those talents, that vision, that dream, that ambition. So there's even a verse in the Bible that talks about this. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. For this reason, I remind you to fan into the flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. So what's that mean? There are dormant gifts in you that need to be cultivated. Watch this, y'all. So the environment is important. So a mentor is important because a mentor gives you a glimpse and can activate what's dormant in you, or they can expose you, give you a new hunger, a new appetite, and put what's on them on you. So let me just wrap up with this. So if God fans the flame, God is saying that there's two kind of people in your life that you need to be very, very, very aware of. Number one, does this person spark your flame, which is a controlled flame, or does this person irritate your flame? 
These are the kind of people that are erratic, out of control. They're fans. They're not friends. They're cheerleaders. They're not challengers. They bring about chaos. They are uncontrolled. When you get around them, you get stressed, you get anxiety. These are the kind of people, when you see them calling you, you do like this. You put that phone right down. You need people who have the ability to spark your flame. It doesn't appear as powerful because the person that sparks your flame has experience, so they don't need to be loud with it. They already got the experience. Cheerleader or challenger. Fan or friend. You got to choose. Listen, man, I'm, I'm really excited that we were able to talk today. Uh, I've been talking too long. I hope you have an amazing day. Follow me on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, wherever you follow, whatever your social media vice is, follow me there. And uh, I'll look forward to uh, episode two. We're going to talk a little bit more about relationships. Matter of fact, I'm going to have my wife come on and she's going to talk about relationships. Y'all, if you can change your thinking, you can change your life. Listen, really quickly, I have a new devotional coming out at the top of the new year. It is called Reimagine. It is a 30-day devotion. Reimagine is not just another devotional. It is a roadmap, a toolkit that changes the course quality and the trajectory of your life. The biggest problem for a lot of people is they bring yesterday's mentality into today and wonder why they can't get to their future. See, you need a compelling vision of your future that you can operate from today. Reimagine is your 30-day devotional that gives you the skill set, the mindset, and the toolkit to change your life. Because I believe if you can change your thinking, you can absolutely change your life. Y'all, I love you. Peace. Have a good day.